Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on to Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, right down at Old Del Mar. Celebrate Thanksgiving at Del Mar. Early first post time at 11 a.m. A special Thanksgiving Day brunch is available in the Turf Club. Go to DMTC.com for tickets. And don't forget, free and fun Sundays. Diamond Club members receive free admission and a free seat each Sunday. And discounted 16-ounce course lights and hot dogs at select concession stands. Celebrate your Thanksgiving holiday with great racing at Del Mar. Where the turf needs to serve down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf needs to serve All right now. down at Old Del Mar. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post-time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Del Mar, home of the 2024 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for Santa Anita opening day December 26th. By Legacy Ranch. Get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. And by Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Watch and wager where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original and Lake Forest. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective equine handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. And by the Pamplemousse Grill, always a winning dining experience on your trip to Del Mar. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona, the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts... John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined in just a minute by my regular guest host, Bob Ike. We're broadcasting live here from the press box at Del Mar, where there was no training this morning. The main track is sealed. They were expecting a little bit of rain last night here at Del Mar. I live up in Carlsbad, about 10 miles north of the track. Didn't get a drop of rain last night, and uh, the parking lots here were dry when I walked in, so probably just a precaution at this point. I don't think we got any rain last night here at the track. If we did, it was very little. The racing office sent me a text. The turf will be listed firm, barring any significant rain between now and first post time at 12.30. Have a nine-race card today. Two stakes races, including the Desi Arnaz stakes for two-year-olds, the second race on the card, and the Cary Grant stakes for Calbreds goes as race eight. And to talk about some of the racing today here at Del Mar, as well as the news of the week, let's bring in our regular uh, guest host, Mr. Bob Ike. Bob, how you doing? Down at Del Mar live in the press box, and I had to stay home this weekend. So uh, you're you're already one up on me today. <laughs> well, I'm sitting in your seat here in the press box. It's a pretty good place to watch the races. And, Bob, let's talk a little bit about, uh, first of all, opening week. We went to the traditional $1 pick six down here at Del Mar. I know you got involved and were busy with it. And apparently the, the fans were, too. The numbers were good. Yeah, I've been a regular player since they started up with the dollar pick six again at Santa Anita, along with uh, my good friend Kurt Hoover. We generally play together. And, uh, you know, of, of the days at Santa Anita and Del Mar, we've probably only maybe not played on four or five cards. And, you know, that's just because we couldn't come up with a, a playable ticket. But we love the bet. Uh, it's up 17%. And what about last Sunday, John, when the handle was two hundred and sixty two thousand dollars i thought that was incredible on a day where field size was not great uh the one thing i do miss i think we all miss so far is there has not been a carryover yet with the dollar increment we used to see them uh obviously much more frequently with the two dollar increment it hasn't happened yet so uh looking forward to that and we'll dive in even harder when we do get one of those carryovers but definitely something i enjoy playing and and, you know, John, even on the, these days where yeah, maybe the smaller fields, it's harder to make individual race bets. But it, you get involved in a pick six, and it keeps you going all day long. I agree. And, uh, you know, the other option, too, down here at Del Mar, you have the $1 place pick all. If you want to have a, a rolling bet sequence while you're doing something, it keeps kind of keeps you in action the whole time. And, uh, you know, there have been a lot of races here. Uh, the handicappers have been seeing the ball. Favorites have been dominating uh, the relatively small field sizes. So that's one of the reasons we have not seen a pick six carryover yet. But, you know, eventually that uh, percentage of favorites will get back toward the mean, and that means there will be some mets, upsets coming in. With the Hollywood Turf Festival starting next Thursday on Thanksgiving Day when we have a special race card here and running through the end of the meet, we're going to see some good grass racing, and that will help make those pick-six sequences a lot of fun too. Bob, yeah, let's John, talk a little uh, bit just, of – Sorry, John, just to mention on the favorites, uh, you're, you're right. 20 out of the 34 races have been won by the uh, betting favorite. That's 58%. So that's extremely high right now. Like you said, it's going to come back to the mean. So – uh, just a matter of when we start getting some bust-out prices. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the, the uh, news of the week. And on Wednesday, I was doing some work at my desk and was kind of keeping tabs on, on racetracks like Churchill Downs, which was running, and saw some really unusual wagering patterns. And I'll just set up the first one that I saw. The fourth race at uh, uh, Churchill Downs, the super high five pool, was 
what you would expect, $1,900 on a, on a Wednesday without much competition. But the following race, race five, all of a sudden the super high five pool was $751,000. And I'm looking and said, what the heck happened here? And uh, shortly after that, we saw at Monticello, a harness track, all of a sudden a superfecta pool of $1.4 million. And uh, even Finger Lakes, uh, another thoroughbred track, and the Meadows, a harness track, had spikes in, in superfecta or in, in super high five pools over there. And, uh, you know, what was going on on Wednesday, Bob? Well, what happened was these bets were made through FanDuel. And apparently there was new coding put in there Tuesday night. Somebody found a glitch or multiple account holders found a glitch. And on Wednesday, they were able to bet into the Superfecta and the Super High Five pools uh, with $20 increments going all, 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 all in, you know, in each of the spots. Yet, from what I understand, John, only the base amount, whether that was ten cents or, or, or based on the ten cent bet for your your uh, your entire bet, there were were taken from the account holders' uh, total balance in there. So what you had was a situation where these huge tickets were going in, yet very little money was being taken out of the balance of the account holders. And so even though some of these were big losing bets, you know, you can't be betting $20 alls in every spot and expect to, to make a profit in a lot of these races. They were still making that profit because their base bet was so small. Uh, it was found during the day. Betting was stopped. But as you said, John, a lot of damage was done. Churchill Downs, Monticello, Finger Lakes, these were... Uh, extraordinarily large pools that were coming in because a, a glitch in the system was exploited. And, you know, it just brings back to me, John, the whole tote system and the integrity of the tote system. We had the pick six scandal back in Breeders' Cup 2002 with Volpone. Now, over 20 years later, we're still seeing instances like this. And, you know, many Many serious gamblers I know, and I don't consider these crackpot conspiracy theorists, do not have confidence that the tote system is secure. And it's really hard to have confidence when you see the odds drops, you see things like this. So uh, wouldn't this be a good area for Heise to, to put some of their proposed $77 million budget for next year into the integrity, integrity, which is part of Heise, horse racing integrity, and safety authority put that into the tote system john let let's let's get this cleaned up yeah i well you know we're trying to protect the horsemen we're trying to protect the horses we should also try to protect the horse players uh nothing happens unless the people generate the the pools that create the purses that the horses race for so yeah i think so it makes sense to me and uh to to, to go uh, you know, kind of expand on, on what you were talking about. Matt Hegarty wrote an article for Daily Racing Forum and does a great job with the industry news about what happened at Churchill Downs. In that super high five, a single better made a $554,400 wager using all in all five spots of the super high five. He did it, at, at, or he or she did it, at $220 per increment. So total wagers of $554,000. It generated winning tickets that paid $85,434, which means he lost $468,000 in change on paper. But if you're only being charged at the minimum bet 
a rate of ten cents per, you're still turning a profit. So that's where the hole was. And you know these horse players. If there's a hole, the horse players will find it, and uh, we'll see where. The, yeah, and so we'll see as this investigation goes along who's responsible for that, who's going to cover that, and obviously uh, I don't know a whole lot of guys that have a, a couple million dollars in their their ADW accounts to fire away at these things. So you know if they were charging the full fare on on the uh, wager, these bets would not have been able to be put in. So. I've got to think uh, FanDuel might be the ones accountable for the, for making up this difference, but we'll see where this goes. We'll follow this, and uh, just another interesting day in the life of, of, of the horse racing industry. You know, speaking of that, forget. too, uh, we had... Yeah. <laughs> John, don't forget FanDuel also. This is the same entity that once the pick six went to a dollar increment about three weeks into the Santa Anita meet, there were a couple days where they were taking the bet at 20 cent increments, the old jackpot wager. So... Uh, another kind of black mark on what FanDuel uh, has been going through since they've come aboard, you know, taking over the, the betting platform at TVG. And, and John, another thing, uh, racing was in the news with the 60 Minutes piece last Sunday night. I didn't see it. You did. Uh, any comment on that? Well, obviously there was a, a section on horse racing, and usually when it gets a national platform like 60 Minutes, it's not good. And uh, they covered the whole incident of the uh, the banned substances with uh, Jorge Navarro and Jason Service, and uh, you know that that started back in 2020. So that was before Heisa was part of the uh, regulation, uh, the whole regulation scheme that started late, earlier. You know, after that. But um, Stuart Jenny, who's the Jockey Club chairman, was a spokesman for some of the things. And one of the things that jumped out to me, Bob, was that okay, uh, he he's he says okay, we're gonna send out these investigators, they call them five five stones in intelligence, and we want you to look at some of these guys and, and check into cheating. And he gave them some names and stuff. But the problem is that uh, Stuart Janney has been a longtime owner. Do you think that he would put his trainer's names on that list of people to check out? And, you know, where's, are the names random that he's just choosing because he doesn't like them? We've talked about conflict of interest and everything that goes on in the business. To have somebody you know, tell the agency who to go after, I don't think is the right thing. I, I think you have to let everything take its course. So I didn't like that. Obviously, uh, uh, compiling so many different factions of the business into this one piece in 60 minutes, I thought it was kind of inconsistent. And I'm sure the harness industry wasn't, wasn't uh, happy to know that 60 Minutes considers them a niche industry that uh, where horses pull carts. That's what they called the the, the harness industry. So, uh, you know, kind of typical for the way horse racing is covered on a national media standpoint. Um, like you say, I I wouldn't have been unhappy if I missed the whole thing anyways. Well, it sounds like I saved a little time in that for a second, John. <laughs> I think you did. Let's let's get on to the racing part of the business, which is what we enjoy. And, again, two stakes races today, Bob. Uh, we're going to have Bob Mazursky look at the uh, the race uh, later on in the day, the Cary Grant. But early on the card is the Desi Arnaz for two-year-olds. So I wanted you to take a look at this. Just a, a, a small field of five, but we have a new face coming in from Keeneland, Royal Slipper for uh, trainer Wesley Ward, and he's the four-to-five favorite on the morning line. Yeah, and this race is a short field. They kept it out of the pick six, and Royal Slipper is going to be a very short price in here. I mean, she must be good, John, because Johnny V is coming in to ride her. He rode her in the debut race at Keeneland, and uh, this is only a $100,000 stake. So to ship out here 
I, I got to think Johnny V, uh, if in fact he is still making the trip, is very, very high on this filly. She was about a five-length winner first time out, went right to the front and just uh, extended. So I think she's uh, definitely the horse to beat here going 7-8. Bob Baffert's horse on the rail, nothing like you. Kind of woke up last time when sent long. It's That race has produced a couple next out winners. And yeah, I always kind of like to cut back from a mile to seven eight, so you know she's going to be dead fit. That's probably the main threat in here. I thought Tambo ran really well in the Enochia behind Sandy Bottom that day and uh, a very solid try at Santa Anita. So those are the three principles. I think the other two are overmatched, but Royal Slipper uh, is going to be real tough if she runs back to her debut effort at Keeneland on October 6th. Well, Bob, you have your, your Bob Ike picks sheet ready to go for today. You've been seeing the ball, five top choice winners last Sunday, including the late pick five uh, on an $81 ticket. It was, I think, almost $250 was the payoff. Uh, you had the uh, Saturday, a seventh race trifecta a couple times and, and the superfecta. So where do you want to go today for your radio play? Well, I'm going to go to the seventh race and uh, had a pretty good week last week, John, but still have not uh, been very light on the radio winners. So let's try to change that today. I played races six, seven, and nine as my best play races on my sheet. I put in a $54 late pick five, very affordable today. And one of the races I like is the seventh race. Uh, and, and the morning line favorite is Double Jab, and I think this is the horse to beat. This horse was a very, very impressive maiden winner here during the summer over the 5H turf course. Comes back at that distance today. Love the way this just this uh, gelding just kind of raided behind the leaders, found room turning into the lane and angled outside and thoroughly dominated the race. Love the way he did it. Looks like he's been in steady training. Andy Mathis does very well when shipping down here. I think the obvious horse to beat is going to be Booksmart, whose razor sharp comes off three straight wins. Claimed and... Uh, one for Bob Hess, and now wheels back in a big hurry, John, six days here. So I think he's got to be doing well. His turf races are okay, and he's definitely the speed of the speed. That's the one you're going to have to catch coming back quickly here. Uh, but I did love the way Double Jab won at Del Mar. I'll make that my radio play. Seventh race, number eight, Double Jab, Flavian Pratt aboard, five to two on the morning line and john i know you put out the lendo report as you do every week and uh, that's always available at the south point so uh give us your play today from del mar as well i'm going to go to the ninth race bob in the ninth race i like number seven per- perfectionistic who did not get any pace to try and rally into last time still ran well to finish third a better pace scenario in this five furlong grass race even though he cuts back in distance, he's won at this five furlong trip here at Del Mar before. I, I like the pace scenario. I think we get a stronger rider here in Antonio Fresu. Six to one on the program with a better uh, better trip today. Number seven, Perfectionistic Race Nine at Del Mar. And like you, my picks are also available at todaysracingdigest.com. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk to Bob Mazursky about today's uh, stakes race for the Cowboys, the Cary Grant, and we'll also touch base with. Bruce Finkelstein, you're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. on the home of Raiders football, AM 830 KLAA. 
Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, Del Mar. Everybody's going to have a smile on their face, because somebody's going to win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf right now. down at Old Del Mar. The Encore Derby Days Wine Festival returns Saturday, November 18th. Experience over 100 wines and champagnes from around the world. Plus food trucks, live music, and of course, great racing. Go to DMTC.com to get your tickets today. We'll see you at the home of the 2024 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. Delmar, cool as ever. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Delmar. Where the turf meets the surf right now. down at Old Delmar. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo, joined by our regular host, guest host, Bob Ike. And 
Bob, let's go ahead and get our Calbred of the Week in. It was a nice performance last week at Del Mar. Yeah, it sure was. And the Calbred of the Week is Chancery Way, who was the winner of the $100,000 Betty Grable Stakes last Sunday. Chancery Way is by the Legacy Ranch Stallion Mr. Big out of the War Chant Mare This Means War. Was bred by Harris Farms and John Nicoletti, owned by Andy and Rob Smolich, and is trained by Jamie Thomas. Winner's share of 57000 puts Chancery's Way's career earnings now over $270,000. And, John, she was purchased for just $6,500 at the CTBA NoCal uh, yearling sale back in 2020. So uh, excellent value there, and it pays to own a cow bread. Absolutely, yeah, $6,500 purchase, that works. I tell you what, let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, and we're going to get Bob Mazursky back this week. He had last Saturday off, and Bob, we're going to have you talking about Calbreds, and uh, in the Cary Grant Stakes goes as race number eight today, and the, the whole key to the race boils down to can the chosen Braun come back off a short two-week layoff after running in the Breeders' Cup Sprint? Good morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. Yeah, that's the question here, and it's something that he's never done in his career. You know, usually he's had some more time between races, so it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back after that race. You know, he just found it going a little bit too tough against the, the likes of Elite Power, who won the race for a second straight year. But actually, because Bob Ike beat me to double jab, I'm going to go to my radio plan here. I'm going to try to beat the chosen Vaughn with the comeback in Big City Light. Number six, this horse runs well fresh. He's won at seven-eighths over Del Mar. He's worked very well for his comeback, and there, he catches a feel with really there's not a lot of speed in here, so I think he's going to be up close, and maybe he can do the, a mild upset here and beat the chosen run. So number six, Big City Lights for me and the Cary Grand. Okay, that's number six, Big City Lights. He is on the program. He is a 5-2, to two, the second choice in there. Juan Hernandez aboard. That's the eighth race today at Del Mar for Bob Mazursky. And uh, Bob Ike, any questions for Bob uh, regarding whether it be the Cary Grand or anything else today? In this race, um, since we got your radio play in here, how, how do you see the pace kind of playing out? I, I got to assume Principe Carlo wants to go from the rail, and and your horse certainly should be up front. Um, I imagine you're hoping for a very moderate pace here, going seven eighths. Yeah, I think just on paper it looks like it will be a moderate pace. You know, there's horses that like to lay close, but there's no real burners in here, so I think that maybe it could play out like that. With if Principe Carlo wants to go from the rail, I'd be content of Juan Hernandez at second with Big City Lights, he can do that, but if nobody else wants to go, I think you make the lead and uh, perhaps be tough to catch. All right, well that was Bob Mazursky. Bob, like uh, Bob Ike and I, have his, has his selections at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob Mazursky, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, safe holiday season, enjoy the turf festival that kicks off next Thursday. All right, thanks a lot guys, same to all of you and all the listeners. Take care. That was Bob Mazursky from todaysracingdigest.com. Our next guest, we're going to bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. And, Bob Ike, uh, uh, looking at uh, the record here, Bruce Finkelstein had a little action at Churchill Downs last week. On Thursday, he, he cleaned the house in the ninth race, a horse named Sing a Little Song, 88.68 for the win. A $2 exacta paid $593. He hit the $1 trifecta on a $24 play, $1,523. A pretty darn good day at Churchill Downs for Bruce Finkelstein this past Thursday. So, Bruce, you're not just a California guy. You're looking all over for, for value. Congratulations. Oh, for sure. Thanks. Thanks, John, and uh, good morning, Bob. You know, that's what's great about this game. Uh, in what, about a minute and uh, 
11 seconds or so, you can make a score. And, uh, you know, when you're betting a football game, you've got to go through three hours of misery than to get less than even money. So that's what makes this game. Let's convert some people over because, you know, not that these uh, kind of payoffs come in very often, but uh, that's what makes it such an attractive game uh, for us. We don't have to be right all the time. You don't have to be right like in – in football, you get to be right 55 or whatever percent of the time. You have to be right once in a while and show big profits. Yeah, so that was a that was a nice hit. Yeah, and I definitely look at the other tracks on Thursday uh, on the days when they don't run in Southern California. So take a look at Churchill, New York, and, and uh, Florida uh, when I'm given the opportunity. That's, that's excellent. Well, I know you're still looking at Golden Gate, and they've got a pretty interesting stakes race today, yeah. the Oakland Stakes. It's got a field of 10. I wanted to see, what did you think of how this race shapes up? It's a good race. Uh, you have last year's winner, Top Harbor, who's a real pro, uh, especially on this synthetic track uh, in here. He's the horse to beat. He's 9-5. to five. He runs his race every time. I think he especially is great on this track, but... In a match race situation, I'm going to go with the price and maybe the horse that's a little quicker, and that's the nine-star racer. They ran against each other back on April 1st. That was Star Racer's last race. What happened there was Star Racer took on the front runner, unraptured in that race, and the uh, top harbor was in the three-path. So Star Racer moved first. They ran as a team, and it was a close decision Star Racer only beating the nose. Now we kind of switch up a little bit. Now Star Racer has an outside box. He has outstanding form on the synthetic, and he's a little quicker than Top Harbor. I think he's going to make his move uh, and, and has to be caught. He's coming off a seven-and-a-half-month layoff. He has some fast workouts. You don't see 59-2 and two very often, but that's what this horse worked on October 16. Uh, I think this horse is ready to go right off the bench. Excellent betting race. But let's go nine star racer in a match race situation. I'll take the six to one on the morning line. So that's number nine star racer, six to one on the program. That's race eight at Golden Gate. Bob Ike, any questions for Mr. Finkelstein? Yeah, this is what Bruce does on his Thursdays. He just crushes Churchill for you know <laughs> huge trifectas, and then, and the rest of us are asleep at the wheel. Good job, Bruce. Uh, what about Golden Gate getting another pick to the, today? A, a nine race card up there. We got your play in the feature race. Uh, where do you want to go for your other radio play up north? Let's go for a low-end maiden claimer. Maybe some of the players aren't looking at races like this. The fourth race of maiden 8,000 claimer. Uh, the rail horse, Harbor Deers. If you're looking for a pace play today, this could be it. Uh, this horse just ran third. But take a look at the internal fractions, 21-344. That is very fast in Northern California. Harbor Dearest broke on top. I think Herrera kind of rated him a little bit. The three to five favorite, Zoe's Pride, took him on. They ran as a team. He took the worst of it finishing third. Here's the good news no Zoe's Pride in here today. If they let this horse just blast out of there early, he could get a very soft trip. No rating today. Just let him roll. So in race four, let's go with the speed of the field. The one Harbor Dearest listed at five to one on the morning line. Number one, Harbor Dearest in the fourth race at Golden Gate, five on the five to one on the program for bet, bet on Bruce, Bruce Finkelstein. And Bruce, I, I was going to ask you for Southern California. I know you did a little, little work for Churchill Downs. Either one of those, where do you want to go for your other radio play today? Yeah, let's go to Del Mar for the uh, kind of an interesting fifth race today. You don't see a whole lot of these three-year-old only 
claiming races, but I, I think there's a horse here that fits the bill quite well at a price. The two, Tom and Jazzy, ran against 40,000 three-year-olds at a mile. That's the last time he routed, last time he was at Del Mar. He was beating a nose that day. If you watch uh, Aguilar, the apprentice rider, this horse got very rank on him early. Uh, not easy to handle. He really wanted to go. I think the slow tempo might have made him rank, too. He was trying to get him behind horses. He came off the inside, made contact with a uh, single track mind, unfortunately fell. I think everybody was, I think all the participants were were, were, were fine after the race was over. But uh, he, when it was all said and done, he was beating a nose with a good performance. Uh, got a little more of a veteran rider in Herrera today. And I don't think Tom and Jazzy will get rank. When you have horses like Mark's hip and low expectations, they will set a legitimate tempo where this horse can lag back and make one run. I think he's well spotted here against these three-year-old only claimers. So in race five, let's go with the two Tom and Jazzy listed at six to one on the morning line. So that's Delmar race five, number two, Tom and Jazzy six to one for Bruce Finkelstein. Again, Bruce, what do you have on, on the menu for better on Bruce.com before I let you go? Full card analysis, Del Mar. The last six races at Churchill Downs with audio best bets at Del Mar, audio included, and then the late pick four from Golden Gate. Last four races on the card. Thanks a lot, Bruce. You have a happy Thanksgiving. Send our best to hope, and we will see you out there soon. Take care, guys. Have a happy, have a happy Thanksgiving. Take care. That was uh, Bruce Finkelstein. Before we take our, our next break, uh, want to remind everybody, Bob, we've got special Thanksgiving racing here at Del Mar. Thursday, 11 a.m. post, so a four-day race week coming up. That's always fun in the turf festival, a lot of great racing. I think this meet, you know, may be a little slower at the entry box to start off, John. I think you're going to see it pick up in the next couple weeks, especially uh, with no turf racing, you know, going to Low South or for their short meet. So a uh, lot to look forward to here as we are now in week two at Del Mar. Right. This is the last weekend in New York for grass racing, so maybe we'll see some of those eastern shippers during our turf festival, which starts Thursday. Let's go ahead and take our, our next break. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk to uh, – oh, we'll, I guess we're going to talk to John Hardoon. We'll, we'll check in about New York out there, and, and we'll also go down to South Florida talk to Toby Callett. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on the home of Raiders football, AMA 30. KLAA. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Make plans now to avoid the traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters in Orange County. Our 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for all our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post time each racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Planning your visit to Del Mar? Make sure to include dinner at the Pamplemousse Grill for a guaranteed winner. Casual yet elegant, the Pamplemousse Grill offers quality food that delights all the senses. Chef Jeffrey Strauss invites you to try his many creations from his tenure as executive sous chef and executive chef at Glorious Food. Private dining is available for your group in one of two intimate dining rooms after you celebrate in the Del Mar Winter Circle. For reservations, log on to pgrill.com or go to opentable.com. Here's a hot tip. On Sunday nights, make sure you try the paella or the spaghetti dinner and choose from a total of 1,500 bottles of wine. Come to where the owners, trainers, and jockeys play after the races. See you at the Pamplemousse Grill, 514 via Delo Valley, right across the street from the backstretch at Del Mar. The Pamplemousse Grill. Horse players, it's another great weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos with our first post on Sunday set for shortly after the last daytime race at Del Mar. The best of quarter horse racing also continues at Los Alamitos featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. The stakes action is headed by a marathon night of trials to the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. Horses with the 10 fastest times will advance to the finals with nearly a $2 million purse. The trials will include grade one winners train station D and political rivalry, plus over 120 other standouts. It's one of the cards of the year at Los Alamitos this Sunday night. And as always on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10,000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Our Sunday night pools have been averaging $80,000 in the pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Bessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681 or visit Burglite Sports Bar. The best of racing. It's always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike. And, Bob, we talked about the Cowbird of the Week, but uh, our friends at Legacy Ranch have a little bit of celebrating to do as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, John, always uh, with Chancery Way being the sire, uh, you know, they stand the sire, Mr. Big, there. And you can always uh, get great, great attention to detail at Legacy Ranch. From the breeding shed to the winner's circle, uh, contact Terry Knight at 510-928-4980, and you will get first-class service at everything they do at Legacy Ranch, including the wine, John. <laughs> and I tell you what, since you stayed up in Los Angeles for this weekend, I know where you're going tomorrow to play the races. Yeah, I'm be out of the room for sure tomorrow and uh, see my buddies out there. And uh, they do such a great job, John, with the food and beverage, the audio-visual presentation, 
uh, another first-class place, and I'll uh, look forward to some time out at the Derby Room tomorrow. And tell us about Sammy's too, John. Yeah, right where the five and four, five, five and four or free, five freeways collide. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. I had a little cough there, but um, I tell you what, I got a, a a picture sent to me via Twitter. One of our listeners was staying at a hotel across the street from Sammy's. He was a very happy camper. I don't know much work he got done, but I know the handle went up to Sammy's this week. So they open at 10 o'clock. Get out there and enjoy. Watch and wager at Sammy's. Let's go ahead and bring our next guest in, and that's John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. And, John, Aqueduct already underway. It looks like you missed the rain. Well, it rained 15 minutes uh, early this morning, and that was it. So the rain is leaving, and that's good news because we have a couple of turf races today. It's uh, the last weekend of turf racing in New York, so it looks like they're going to get those races in. Well, one of those turf races, the, the, the Turf Sprint Championship, goes as race nine. This is like an interesting race. Yeah, it's a full field of 12, and it's a very contentious field. You can make a case for a lot of horses. I like the number two horse in here, Allardyne. A four-year-old gelding from the 80, Allard Barn. I like the rider switch to Manny Franco. Horses drawn inside. I think he's going to get a great trip in here. He has a win at Aqueduct, sprinting on the turf last year. He's listed at 6-1 to one in the morning line. I like number two, Allagon, to win today's ninth and co-featured race. Bob Ike, what do you have for John Hardune? Hey, John, good morning. You always give us two radio plays uh, from around the country. Where do you want to go for your first one? Okay, let's go to race six at Aqueduct, a mile and eight on the turf, and I love the number four horse in here, Dancing with the Stars. This is a five-year-old gelding who was privately purchased after his last race by trainer Mike Dubb, and all Dubb did was turn around and give it to Richard Dutrow, and Dutrow has just been on fire since winning the Breedersfeld Classic. He won a stakes last week. He won some races during the week. Rider switch today to Irod Ortiz, 9-2 to two on the morning line. Number four, Dancing with the Stars, wins today 6th race out at Aqueduct. That's number four, Danzig with the Stars, race six at Aqueduct, 9-2 to two on the morning line. And I know, John, that you're also doing Churchill Downs and you're doing uh, Del Mar, so any play from either of those tracks today? Well, we're going to look at Del Mar. Unfortunately, I landed him in the same race that Bob Ike did. So, Bob, with full respect to you, your horse certainly could win. I like a different horse in the race. And this selection is whether it stays on the grass or comes off. I love the number one horse in here, Gypsy Tears, a four-year-old called from the Val Brinkenhoff barn. Kyle Frey aboard to ride. He's listed at 5-1 on the morning line. Uh, this horse is, has two races on the grass. Either one of them win. And I think he'll get a great trip in here. I like number one, Gypsy Tears, to upset and win today's seven threes out at Del Mar. That's number one, Gypsy Tears, five to one on the program. Race number seven at Del Mar today for John Hardoon. And John, what is the menu that, that you have available today at johnhardoon.com? Well, we have Aqueduct Churchill and, of course, Del Mar at J O N H A R D O O N dot com. For the best place, ten dollars. Folk are twenty five dollars. And we've got to remind everybody, too, you you carried the, the, the weight for us last week on the radio show. You gave out Oviet Class at Del Mar, $15.40. And the way the chalk had been running, that was a huge price last week. A nice pick, John. Yeah, and the horse ran really well. A terrific ride by Rispoli. I mean, he was dead last starting for home. I was about to rip up the tickets, but uh, he kicked in, and uh, good thing for that. <laughs> All right. Well, no, the money spends. Go get that money and uh, have some fun with it today. All right, talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and be well. Thank you.
That was John Hardoon from the Ragas and Sheets. Let's head down south to South Florida today where Toby Callett is based. And, and Toby, I was glad to see in the condition book coming up for Gulfstream Park, you're finally going to get some grass racing down there after a summer of tapita. Yes, uh, that is true. Uh, if you look at the book a little closer, though, I don't. Uh, I, I, I do agree that there is uh, there is cause for um, some form of glee. I don't know how much, but uh, at the same time, looking at the condition book, there is a regular diet of tapeta. So again, um, you know, the part that I don't like is that you know, as a business person, I love the answer no. It frees me up, you know, to move on to the next customer, whatever it may be. Yes, obviously, is a better answer. But when we were told that, you know, this is going to be there in, in order to, to preserve the field size and, and uh, not have to race on the, the field sloppy tracks as much, uh, you know, when we come off the turf, now, two summers in a row there's been no turf course. Well, I don't know what the excuse is for that, but uh, there's been no turf course. So now all of these horses uh, that you would hope would have been on grass or whatever it may be, uh, they've run on Tepeta. There have been more Tepeta races than dirt races, or it's been very close uh, in, in the numbers. So now what do we do when they go to the grass zone and they have all Tepeta form? Okay, because I don't, I don't subscribe blindly like a lot of people do. That well, You know, Tepeta, it translates directly to turf. Does it really? Well, then none of us have to work, I guess. It must be that easy. You know, like you see the ads on the, on the Gulfstream simulcast, went on Tepeta.com. Well, the people that are uh, that are doing the show, they must not be reading that free book that says went on Tepeta.com because I don't see very many winners coming out of there. And I just don't know as horse players, what are we going to do using this Tepeta information translating back to the, to the turf? Do we go back to the old grass races that they ran last year? Well, is the course going to be the same? So I am excited that with a lot of... Uh, a lot of the asterisks, shall we say, that we're going to be back on turf. Uh, the good thing is, is that the racing here has become so cheap. Remember the days when I used to tell you guys, you know, the local guys, you know, they'll, they'll hold their own. I strongly suspect that the turf runners coming from up north are going to dominate the winter circle, uh, at least early on, because of their recent exposure to the turf and the fact that uh, the racing here has become woefully cheap. Well, Toby, we'll be depending on you to watch those trends for us and let us know on Thoroughbred L.A. And, Bob, I know you wanted to, to get some action out of Toby for today. Yeah, for sure, Toby. And I'm going to be watching the turf racing because uh, once they get to the championship meet, and I'm hoping they will continue with that coast-to-coast bet uh, in, involving Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Usually those were turf races, and I have very much enjoyed that bet. So, uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye on the, what happens there on, once they do start going back to the turf, Toby. In the meantime, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, there, is, there is a rumor that they, they're going to name that the, the, the Bob Ike uh, uh, cross-country <laughs> pick five series. There's a little rumble here in, uh, in, in Wellington about uh, you know, just naming it the Bob Ike series because uh, I'm going to have to say that that became a wonderful revenue stream for you. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully uh, that will carry over into next year. Toby, in the meantime, uh, where do you want to go for your radio play today? We'll stay at Gulfstream. We have a dirt race uh, coming up, the 10th race today. And uh, I think it's a good race. I think it's a race that uh, we're not going to be on the favorite. And I think there's uh, angles to use. 
uh, Scratch the Four Quincy Cafe, so it's a field of seven. And in here, I like the eight. His name is Bird Wildcat. Bird Wildcat ran a much better-than-look effort behind a horse by the name of Classic Car Wash. You guys might recognize he was one of the four in yesterday's feature at, out at Del Mar. Granted, he wasn't a, a, a competitive sort, but he was in the race. The other horses that are coming out of that very same race are the five XY Point and the six Big Martini. So we're using them as well. It's going to be eight Bird Wildcat over the six Big Martini, the one Grand of Success, and the five XY Point. Eight, six, one, five. We're going to get real live in today's tent at Gulfstream Park. That's number eight, Bird Wildcat, race number 10 today at Gulfstream Park for Toby Kellett. You can get all of Toby's selections at tobycallet.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Toby, we'll let you get back to the action. You're already underway, and we will talk to you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and send my best to your family out there for the Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you, John, to you as well, and, and to Bob and his family as well. Thank you. That was Toby Kellett. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Michael Rona, some great racing this weekend at Los Alamitos. We'll look at it all when we come back here on Thoroughbred LA on AMA 30 KLAA, home of Raiders football. AM 
from the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AME 30. The big stuff. Welcome back to the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, Bob Ike, before we bring in our final guest, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos, want to get in a little hit. Uh, you know, next week with Thanksgiving, you've got a lot of football going on. We've got the horse racing going on. They've actually got the uh, the Formula One tonight in Las Vegas. So a lot of action out there right now. And I uh, want to make sure we get out that number for the South Point Hotel. Right, John. Uh, if you can't go to Hawaii like you are for Thanksgiving, um South Point in Las Vegas is a great option. Uh, Thanksgiving there is a lot of fun. You've got college hoops. You've got bowl games right around the corner. So uh, please give Steve Johnson a call. He's the race book manager at the South Point. He'll take great care of you. Ask for the L.A. horse players rate. Thoroughbred L.A. horse players rate. His number, 866-780-7223. And let's get to our final guest on the show, and that is Michael Rona. And, Michael, before we get started, want to compliment you. I, I heard your call of the very first race last Saturday night when they had that National Thoroughbred League race. Not only did you get all the horses' names in, you got in which division they were covering. If you got paid for the word by the word, you'd be retired by now. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Thank you, John. Yes, I took it upon myself to try and attach the name of each team, league team, to the horses and in a thousand yard race it was no easy feat it was quite a mouthful but uh, anyway it was nice to have the national thoroughbred league at low south meters last week well now in, in the meantime you also got the champion of champions field set last weekend with those uh, z wayne griffith director trials so we are now set for the champion of champions yes there were three remaining spots the next month's champion of champions and they went to Hookton Bond, who was the 14-to-1 upset winner of the Z. Wayne Griffin 
director's trial last week. Uh, he's trained by Eddie Willis. Two starts earlier, he had missed by a neck in the $1.2 million All-American Derby at Rio Doso. The winner of that race, Whitney Creek, has uh, qualified to be champion of champions. Now Hooked and Gone will join him in the field. Flashback, who ran second to a political pencil in the champion of champions a couple of years ago, and uh, is an outstanding horse. He was a super derby winner, runner-up in the two million futurity as a two-year-old. He got into the field, and take a swig of this, who won the winter derby at Los Alamitos earlier this year, also qualified for his performance last weekend. So we now have the ten finalists set in stone for the champion of champions, which this year is three-quarters of a million dollars, and it was just announced yesterday that next year's champion of champions will carry a $1 million purse. That's fantastic news. It's a great race, and uh, it deserves to have that big seven-figure purse around it. I think that's terrific. I know you've got a great race tonight, too. The Great Two Las Damas Handicap is the final race tonight. Yes, and, you know, it's very close to a grade one caliber field for fillies and mares at 400 yards. It features quite a few who exited the Mildred Vessels Memorial. That's the filly and mare qualifier for the Champion of Champions, a race won by Longshot Toxic Relationship. There are several others who finished close up in that Millie Vessels Memorial back in September, including the Morning Line favourite, famous Shining Star, who's come back with a bullet drill since and will be very tough to beat out in Gate 9. But it's a deep, full field in the Grade 2 feature to end the 10-race program tonight. First post is 6 o'clock. And as far as uh, what goes on tomorrow night, you've got 14 trials for the Los Alamitos, $2 million for 30, and I know there's a way we can get some handicapping info that you had mentioned to me. Yes, there's a weekly webcast preview show hosted by Jose Contreras, and uh, this week's edition is a special one. Jose recruited 14 handicappers. We've got 14 races tomorrow night, all of them qualifiers to the $2 million futurity, and so I'm one of the 14. There's uh, a host of TVG or FanDuel TV talent, uh, other people that Jose has worked with over the years on the quarters. Uh, Ed Burgart leads off. He handicaps trial number one. So it's quite the extravaganza, the handicapping uh, masterclass, potentially at least. And you can find it doing a YouTube search the Los Alamitos preview show, plus there is a link at losalamitos.com. It's also on X or Twitter, at Los Al Racing, and I've retweeted it also. So that's, uh, that's a way to delve deeply into tomorrow night's outstanding 14 trial night. Excellent. Bob Ike, we've got about a minute. I know you, have, you want to get some information about tonight from Michael Rona. Yeah, Michael, early post tomorrow with all those trials, 5.15 post time on Sunday night. So uh, take us a, give us a winner for tonight. In the seventh race, Bob, tonight, a 300-yard maiden for two-year-old Phillies. I like number two, Trace Lunas, the trainer Heath Taylor. The horse has raced only once, was a six-to-one shot in a trial to the kindergarten futurity way back in April, a very deep, good field. Uh, did nothing in that race after a slow start and raced greenly. Has been off since, has come back with a very nice gate work, and based on the money that the horse took on debut in a trial to a security, I think number two, Trace Lunas, at 7-2 to two in the 7th, is worth a play. That's Okay, 
We've got to let you go, Michael. Thanks so much for Trace Lunas, number two, race seven tonight at Los Alamitos. Thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Bob Ike will be joined by uh, our good buddy Jay Pribben next Saturday. They'll talk to you on Thoroughbred LA next Saturday. Listen to Mike, 8 to 10 a.m. tomorrow morning at this time. Good luck, everyone.